Welcome to Binge Watch with us. That's Pickles. And that's Lisa. And this week we watched season three of Queer Eye on Netflix. And cried the whole time. Oh my gosh. That's all you do is cry. (laughs) Well, I love the little promo thing on Netflix. When you look at it, it's just a box of tissues. And I was like, Is it really? Yeah. (laughs) I hadn't noticed that. (laughs) And I'm like, yep. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Before we get started, let's do the subscribe stuff. Yes. Follow us on Instagram, binge watch with us, all one word. Subscribe to us on Apple iTunes. Mm -hmm. Leave us a rating and review. If you leave us a review, we will read it back to you. So that (laughs) everyone can hear how wonderful you think we are. Uh Uh-huh, yep. We're also on Spotify now. Follow us on Spotify for all you non-iPhone um, users. Apparently, there's a lot. Uh, yeah, apparently, there's a lot. Um, <laughs> I had at least seven people ask me for a non-iTunes link for our I last episode. I kept seeing that on your Facebook thing, and I was dying. I was like, Jesus Christ, Google it. <laughs> and all the shade that everybody throws, like, ugh, I don't have an iPhone. And I'm like, well, whose fault is that? Like, yeah, that's not my fault you don't have an iPhone. Yeah, so you can follow us on Spotify there. If you don't have Spotify, we can't help you. I don't know. I don't know what to do for you. You can listen to us at Podomatic. Yeah, I was gonna say that's your only other option. Yeah, which is where um, our podcast is hosted. I think that we're also on Google Play and Stitcher. Oh, okay. I think I did put us on Stitcher. I think you put us on Stitcher. I don't know who put us on Google Play, but I've heard people say that they listened to us on Google Play. I thought you did. <laughs> no, I don't know. That wasn't me. It must be the third member of this show. Um, yes, that's Jesse's doing. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, remember, because I thought we would never get on iTunes, so we put it on there. Because mm-hmm. cause that was easy. It was like, boom, 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 done. They're yeah. like, you're approved. I was like, thank you. And iTunes took months. I'm telling you, iTunes is, <sighs> iTunes is great. iTunes, like podcasts, not so is- good. They, need, I don't they know. really need some work on it. You probably didn't see it, but um, they sent a bunch of emails recently to our Gmail account, mm-hmm. bingewatchwithus at gmail.com. Oh, yeah, that's right. If you guys have a suggestion <laughs> for us, send us an email at bingewatchwithus at gmail.com. But we got four emails from Apple telling us how to to do to list our podcast and do all this other shit. And I'm like, I'm not changing anything. We <laughs> No, it's like one of those, if you change like one thing, iTunes is like deleting all your stuff. We've never heard from you before. Goodbye. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to start over again. So I don't, I don't care. No, this is how it's going to be until we both die or stop. doing this podcast. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know. And I look, nobody cares. Nobody cares about the complications of hosting a podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, Jesse, Mike, is he starting a podcast? Jesse, yes. So um, go listen to the episode before this, our Unsolved, the Murders of Tupac and um, the Biggie. Notorious B.I.G. Yeah. That we watched on Netflix. It's a USA show. We had our special guest, Jesse, on. And that was so much fun. So much fun. Yes. I didn't think it would be that much fun. He did great. Um, mm-hmm. He's been very concerned, wondering how is the, the, the episode so doing and um he i know he did a great job but he's he's been very inspired by the um what do you call it 
by the experience. And so he might be starting a podcast, too. So if he gets that up and running, look for us over there, too. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you don't know. We could do the cross, uh, uh, cross episodes. Sure. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that I was fun. what we're, his episodes. We're definitely going to have Jesse back on for something else. We just have to find yes. the right thing. Yes. Um, I yes. don't think that Queer Eye is the right show. <laughs> <laughs> no, it has to be... I want to say it's a girls only show, but I know it's not. Um, I'm always surprised. Like men, I'm so surprised that you're listening. How do you put up with me? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) How do you put up with us? Period. Um, But, you know, like I'm saying, like Queer Eye, I I feel like is all women too watching it. And but I know men watch it. I mean, I'm assuming there must be men men watching it. I mean, I'm assuming the the gay community comes out and supports it. I don't know. I think straight men must watch it, too. You know, it used to be called Queer Eye. If the wife watches or girlfriend watches it, yes. Maybe. Uh, It used to be called Queer Eye for the straight guy, but it's not for the straight guy anymore. They have crossed Mm -mm. over and started doing men and um, women and couples. Yeah, I loved the original show. Mm -hmm. I loved it. I watched every episode. I was so excited. But I think this cast... Is a little bit more outrageous, especially Jonathan and her shoes. <laughs> oh, those shoes. <laughs> Wait, but before, before we start talking about Jonathan's shoes, I do have Netflix news. Oh, okay. Let's do that. Um, this week, the trailer for season three of Stranger Things dropped. And Stranger Danger. Yeah, Stranger Danger. That's what Lisa calls it. Uh, <laughs> you have not seen it yet. I'm so upset. I thought you would have watched it. I I know it came out and I wanted to watch it, but I got, I just, man, this week, it was like two emails that seriously just brought down my whole week. So Uh, um, yeah, those are the, I'll watch it as soon as we finish recording. I promise. It's super cool. There's a lot of people who were saying that they see kind of some like Terminator nods in there. (gasps) Oh, sure. Mm -hmm. Sure. It's the right time frame. Yeah. So they're, they're throwing in all the nostalgia you can handle. Is in this one trailer for Stranger Things. I'm so excited about it. You know what I really hope? Secretly, secretly, secretly hope Hmm. that at some point, if this show continues, which I'm assuming it will, it's wildly popular, is that we start seeing some Winona Ryder movies in it, like Beetlejuice (laughs) and Heathers, or especially Beetlejuice. Crossover would that be? That would be great. That would be the best thing ever like the kids I go to the love... movies to see beetlejuice yes oh it's just like i like that lydia yeah no yeah lydia i like that lily lydia deeds uh, <laughs> that would be great that would be so awesome i'm just telling you that's really all i'm sticking around for at this point we're definitely going to cover that on this show, oh yeah right? definitely okay good we have one movie or one TV show for July. We have nothing for April. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we really don't. We have like nothing scheduled for April April yet. Well, we were going to do the act next week, which is about Gypsy. Is it Gypsy Lee? Gypsy, Ro- Gypsy Rose. Gypsy Rose. I thought, yeah. Gypsy Rose, whatever. And her mom, who is killed by her. Um, but Hulu is only releasing like an episode a week. So we're going to have to push that back. Yeah. Um, which is really sad because I really liked it. I watched half of the first episode and it is good. It's very made for TV movies. Like it yeah. could have definitely been on Lifetime. It's got that <laughs> chick from Big Love in it. 
Yes. She I was like her. In, she has been around forever. She was in American Psycho. Yep. Yep. Yeah, she's been around forever, man. She was in a, a show on HBO called, uh, I think it was Big Love. Yeah, she was in Big Love. She yeah. was in that. She's in American Horror. Oh, yeah, she is in American Horror. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's in everything. She just shows up. And I don't know her name. She's in episode two of American Horror. I don't think she was in three or four, but she shows up for her hotel. She... And maybe this last episode. I think so. Yeah, I know I've seen her in American Horror. Sorry. Chloe is her name. Yeah. Chloe something or other. The actress or the character? No, the actress. I think her name's Chloe. Hmm. I'm Googling. (laughs) Because I haven't seen anybody else from Big Love. Well, what's-his-face died, huh? I know, and I love him. Bill, Bill Paxton. Paxton. Yeah. Because I'm looking it up right now. Okay. <laughs> I knew that I one. I knew Bill Paxton. God, I'm going to butcher this woman's name. It's Chloe's... S-E-V-I-G-N-Y. I don't know. I can't spell. I mean, we're the world's worst yeah. at spelling. But yeah, I love her in in the the act. I think she um <laughs> boy, she poor white trash. I she plays poor white trash really well because trust me, I know poor white trash. Yeah, I was about to say we we know of what we speak. It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're not looking down on anybody. Nope. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about queer eye. Do we have to? Do you have your box of tissues with you? Yes, we kept talking about this all week, and we're going to be like, this is the episode where Pickles and Lisa cry halfway through. We're just going to sob through the whole episode. We're just going to start sobbing, (laughs) and we're going to lose all of our listeners. And we just got to 10 big stars reviews. Oh, hey, reviews. for the new review. Yes. It's not a written review, but it's a star, so we are officially in double digits, and we're still officially a five-star review podcast there's no stopping us now world famous straight to the top here we go (laughs) (laughs) straight to the top (laughs) oh god oh god um yeah so jonathan shoes i love jonathan and his shoes he wears a size 11 yes that wow that's a big you have teeny (gasps) tiny feet don't you yeah i wear eight and a half yeah you have little bitty feet I always, yeah, I do. Yeah, he's got. Not I, all big girls have big feet. There's one episode where he's like, "Oh, I love cutting hair and heels," and then there's another episode where he's like, "Wait, I gotta put, I gotta take my heels off to cut hair," and it's like, "Uh huh, see, yeah, you learned your lesson, yeah, yeah, yeah." Don't do that again. My my favorite uh, hairstylist ever, um, who I don't go to anymore because I moved, and then she moved. Um, yeah, and she's young. She's like your age. Uh-huh. And she stopped wearing heels a long time ago. Oh, yeah. Her feet are jacked. Yeah, mine are know. too. So go ahead. Wear, wear your heels now, Jonathan. Give it give it like three <laughs> years. He just posted something on Insta this morning, and he was like, like, hello, sunshine or something, and he's kind of like spinning around. And I love him so much because you expect him to be like six-pack, rock-hard abs. No, nope. he's got a little pooch. Nope, he's got and his like, little belly. Yep. I love you so much. He actually has a book coming out around my birthday in September, and he's doing a tour. Really? Like, like a book signing tour. Oh, I was going to be like, is he cutting hair in like cities across right? the nation? 
And I don't know why you haven't nominated me for that show yet, but seriously, you this may don't end the need podcast. it. You do not need no, it. No, I totally need it. I need some gay men to come around and tell me everything I have is crap. <laughs> And go through my clothes and, and like, laugh at them. The shade that Tan throws. Every single episode, Tan goes into the bedroom, and he just looks at the beds and goes, ew, 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 ew. And it's like, Tan, why are you going in the bedroom if it grosses you out so much? Well, well, because most of the closets are in the bedroom, so you kind of have to. (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) Fool. These people aren't living in mansions. (laughs) They're living in, like, trailers and stuff. Oh, I'm such an idiot. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. I know you have a big walk-in closet down the hall from you in La Mansion. Yeah, but, you know. yeah, right. Uh-huh. <laughs> the closet that I have to sometimes record in because there's too much noise around my house. <laughs> the closet where her husband has like over half the space. He definitely does have three quarters of the closet and will not share any of it with me. Well, and I think it's funny because you you don't like to buy work clothes a lot. No. Mm-mm. Or really, in my head, you hang up your workout clothes, but I'd like to think you fold them and put them away. I do fold them and put them away. <laughs> do I have a, a drawer that is just for gym leggings? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I do. <laughs> yeah, sure. Sure, sure, sure. I have half a drawer of leggings and I never work out, so. That was during you know. my Marie Kondo phase, though. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. tidying up. Like, I was so inspired by the way that she, like, folds pants that I, I was like, I can do a whole drawer full of gym leggings. And I did. And it's great. It's nice. I open it up and I can see everything that I need and get to pick she from nice. the 40 pairs that I have. <laughs> 40 pair of black leggings. Yeah. Which one do I want to wear today? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. So should we talk about the show? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I think Antonio is, like, the sassiest out of all of them, and I don't know if he would be a nice person in real life. See, I feel like they all would. I feel like, in my head, like, they're the mean girls. Like, I've always just, uh, you know, I'm intimidated by a group of gay men. I'm intimidated by a group of anybody. Yeah. But I feel (laughs) like, you know, because they're so put together or seem to be, like, you know, they're plastics and Mm -hmm. uh, mean girls. But then when you see the show, I'm like, God. I mean, I know you can act a lot of stuff, but I feel like they're very genuine people. No, because but- some of their responses to the the people on the show, they're just, it, it has to be genuine. There was one, there was one guy, I can't remember who it was, but he made a comment about, oh, like maybe I'm chubbier or whatever. And Jonathan yes. was like, well, as long as you're happy in your body, who cares? Like it was such an yeah. automatic response. Mm-hmm. And you can mm-hmm. tell from Jonathan's Instagram, that's the way that he lives his life. He is happy yeah. in his body. And so he yep. will wear a cutoff t-shirt and Daisy Dukes and walk around. But he also does yoga. So I think he is very comfortable in his body. And, and yes. things like having a little a little pudge right there in the front, it doesn't bother him. <laughs> it's, it's so inspiring. Yeah. <laughs> I love her so much. I call him her a lot mm-hmm. because I just, God, I, I, well, I feel like he's very feminine out of the whole group. Like he wears dresses, he wears heels. He's very. Yeah. He's so, you know, I follow uh, a subreddit. It's called female fashion advice because if anybody <laughs> needs female fashion advice, it's probably it's pickles. Yeah. <laughs> Um, And they made a post about him the other day where they were talking about how he kind of represents this new form of androgyny 
where mm-hmm. normally when you when you say the word androgynous, you usually think of a woman who dresses more like a man. Or vice versa. You know, I know, but, mm-hmm. but our culture is more accepting of a woman wearing a tux oh. to an award show. Yes, definitely. But Jonathan sure does show up in a gown. Like Billy Porter. He wore a see-through gown. Yep, just like Billy Porter. So, who is also very androgynous. So, it's kind of like we've, um, he's, he's, he took androgyny and was like, okay, I'll show you. So, he walks around in his six-inch heels and he wears his cut-off t-shirts and he wears a little top knot, you know, a little cute little bun. And I love, I just love, I love everything about him. Uh, I just. Yeah. If I could meet him, I would go screaming up and at, down the aisles. Like, I just... He's definitely ugh. my favorite. Um, I would not want to be locked in a room with Karamo. I no. have not had nearly enough therapy to be yes. in a room with Karamo. <laughs> it's funny, before we started, I pulled him up on IMDb, uh, just because I do sometimes forget names, as we all know. So it has, like, Bobby, and they're, like, interior design, Perfect. and can, and they have fashion, That's and all this need. stuff. And they have him, and it's culture. And I'm like, is it really? I feel like it's more therapy. Yeah, it's definitely more therapy. <laughs> it's not culture. I mean, he does expose people to culture, like the um, the African-American lesbian, the little cute girl. Yeah, so, so adorable was she. So fresh. But he took her to, like, you know, show her things. He took her to um, a black she... dance school. Yes. And I don't know why, but I mean, so I'm like, okay, culture. But normally he's sitting there one-on-one. Why do you hate yourself? Or why are you doing this? Or why are you doing that? As opposed to, here's your culture. (laughs) Or here's culture, period. I guess there's not always something you can do with that. Like that episode, I think it was called Lost Boy. The guy who was like um, living at a camp out in the woods. Yes. I mean, what oh, kind of God. culture are you going to... He's He doesn't care. He does not care about society. He doesn't care about culture. It's just not something and he's that's... interested in. Now, for me, I think Karamo could be really helpful because, um, you know, somebody who has a little bit of social anxiety, mm-hmm. maybe Karamo mm-hmm. could make me feel, like, more confident around other... Oh, my God. One of my best friends last night, we were talking on the phone, she was going by herself to like a football mom's meeting. Oh my so God. So it was like her, cause her Great. son's on the football team and like none of the parents like knew each other. Mm-mm. So one mom got it together and she was like, we're going to have just a get together of all the moms and we'll all make friends and get to know each other. And I was like, you need to be nope. sainted or knighted. You need to be knighted <laughs> for going to this. Walking into a room full of a bunch of like, People I don't know. Uh, women my age? No, forget it. Goodbye. No. No. Well, I have, I have to tell you. I can't go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm coming down with death. Yeah. When I went to the Murderino painting thing uh, that we had here, I don't even remember how long ago. I didn't know a soul. I walked in and that was the, I felt like that was the bravest thing I've ever done in my life. I must have praised you for that for like two weeks. I was like, I am so brave. I went all by myself and I made friends. You know, we're Facebook friends. I think I'm sitting next to some of these ladies um, at the Murderino, uh, at the My Favorite Murder Show. We're doing another painting in a couple of weeks. So, you're so I'm outgoing. Doing I so admire you for that. I know. I'm so brave. I know. You really are. I can't do that. <laughs> I haven't done that, like, ever. <laughs> I can only do it every six months. I have to really save myself up and... Recharge. Let's let's, let's not uh, kid ourselves. I could very well cancel. 
<laughs> and I can be like, you know what, thirty-five dollars? No, I don't care. I, I don't want to. Uh, nope. <laughs> Not today, Satan. <laughs> so we were talking before this show about how I kind of noticed while I was watching it that like each show has its own little message. Yes, and I did which kinda, I didn't notice. Yeah, I, I did. <laughs> well, and maybe it's because I've been doing cognitive behavioral therapy for so long um, that I kind of picked up on it. Maybe. But um, I just wanted to kind of just briefly go over all the lessons and all the messages in every episode. Okay. Because this show, so this this show to me is like the Great British Bake Off soothing. Yes. And then like they just poured a bunch of like glitter on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> It soothes my soul, but it also makes me feel sparkly and happy. And well, because it's just oh god, you know, you they take you into like these homes and these people's lives, and you're like, how do you operate day to day? Like that's always me. I'm like, and I get it. Like I totally get every house they show. Every I'm like, I get it. You get into your rut. You're tired. You don't have time. Like I totally get everything. And then they come in and they just fix everything in an hour and, <laughs> and everything is fabulous like i haven't seen one show that they've done where there's been any backlash i know after after the end of every season they'll post stuff on like insta and i think it's on twitter a lot like the people they change that are still doing what they told them or oh, what they I showed nobody them. Go, goes back to how they were mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm I think for the most part, I mean, I think some of them have kind of drifted a little bit, but for the most part, they're in what they what they showed them. And I'm only talking about appearances because that's really all you ever see. Right. On stuff. You don't know how and, like they're like, you know, yeah, like I don't know what their house looks like. Yeah. Some of them, I honestly think it's because, you know, Jonathan comes in and gives them these amazing haircuts, which you and I both know are probably three, four hundred dollars. Oh, Sure. And in most of these towns, you're not going to have anybody who does hair that good. that that does hair that good. I mean, let's face it, a lot of these people are not rich, rich, rich. No. Like for them to go, I think the first lady said she hadn't been to a salon in 25 years or something. Okay, so let's talk about the first girl. So the first yeah. episode was about, um, I think the episode title was like "From Hunter to Hunty." Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it made me think it made me think of my um you know which friend I'm talking about my hunter yes, friend my hunter fisher friend mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. who's like literally like born on the bayou yeah yeah she's got that same color blonde hair and everything yeah um mm-hmm. it just reminded me mm-hmm. a lot of her but what I found really interesting about that show with her was that I loved two things I loved that she kept saying oh this is fancy this is fancy this is fancy <laughs> Antonio finally stopped her and was like, I want you to say the word special. And it's like all of a sudden it flips everything she thinks about it, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like where she's like, I'm not allowed to be a part of this fancy world. Mm -hmm. Now she can go, I can do something special for myself. Well, and it's, and I know how it can be intimidating. You go to these places, they're really not ritzy, but they're not what you're used to and I think all of us go to the same places we're used to and they're kind of laid back and they're very cash and then you go to a place like he took her to with the lobster and it was very hipster kind of vibe and you you know I can I get that she was intimidated by it yeah so to her that was fancy and I'm like I mean I get it like well in New Orleans especially when we've gone to like those bigger restaurants yeah 
uh, the faint like um, Commander's Palace. I've all, I only went like three times in my. I've whole... never been to Commander's Palace, and it intimidates the hell out of me. Yeah, yeah, it still does. You know why? It's because it's all those uptown people, and they're very right. intimidating. <laughs> uptown people are very scary. I have been in places. I've been in hair salons, literally, where mm-hmm. I'm sitting there, and like I felt, I felt confident walking in, and then as like I'm sitting there for a while. I start to look around the room and look at other women there. Yeah. And then I realize, I'm like, oh, my God, my shoes are from Payless. And yeah. <laughs> they're kind of right. scuffed up. And I'm wearing a belt that I've had since I was, like, 24 years old. And, you know, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I've been there, man. I get, like, sometimes you just feel out of your element. and the, and But the thing is, is that probably no one else notices you there. No, they you know? don't give a shit you're there. Nobody's nobody's judging you. I mean, unless you're showing up with the overalls with no t-shirt on and, and no spitting tobacco the on the floor, <laughs> you know. Otherwise, I guarantee you nobody's noticing you. Uh, the other thing that they really taught her was that she had mentioned, oh, I'm not girly, I'm not girly. And they really took the time to explain mm-hmm. to her, or this, and this is what makes me think that, that, that a lot of the things that they say is so genuine is that they were right away they were kind of like cocking their heads like girly like what do you mean girly you know mm-hmm. it's, I think there, there was a point where Bobby said you can be you and then this is your type of fem- feminine and this is mm-hmm. your type of masculine and you can be mm-hmm. all those things in one you don't mm-hmm. have to be just camouflage or like pink frilly ruffles yeah yeah um, well, I really liked that, 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 that they that they gave this lady a message of if you want to feel feminine, you can feel feminine because you're a woman. Yeah. So whatever yeah. you do as a female, mm-hmm. you're feminine. And I really yeah. liked that. Well, and I feel like that was a running theme through this whole season, really, because I think a lot of times people are like, oh, that's too this or too girly or or like manly or something. And they're like, no. No, stop stop putting labels on stuff. I think it was with yeah. the little, um, so precious, the, the lesbian lady. Uh-huh. Oh, God. She killed me. But she, she called they were herself like that with her. a lumberjack lesbian. <laughs> and so she, she, was, she was labeling herself right there. And she was yeah. also giving herself a label that probably didn't accurately describe herself either. She reminded me a lot of you in a lot of ways. Oh gosh. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Am I that sad? No, 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 oh, no. I, no, no. I, I get know. where you're coming with that. Yeah, she had yeah. like she had like not a great like family relationship mm-hmm. and yeah, I get I get where you're coming with that. And, um, and when I first met you, yeah. Yeah, when I, you. yeah, would you know what? When we first met, yeah, I probably was a lot like her. You were. But I really feel like now I can say that I'm a lot more confident now. Oh, definitely. Definitely. You're very much more confident. But you're just, you know, she's a lost little puppy and you were kind of a lost little puppy. I was. I was. Yeah. Yeah. When Lisa and I met, probably wasn't, look, I was like under 100 pounds. She was so thin. So thin. Jesus Christ. You know what? They were like, all she eats is ramen. And I'm like, yep, been there. Got that. I know. (laughs) Hell, I never went to college or anything like her. And I'm like, what's wrong with that? When I first moved to New Orleans, we didn't have hardly nothing. Everything we had was spent getting there and moving and all that crap. And then you have to find jobs and, you know, put deposits down for everything. And it was like, yeah, I ate a lot of spaghetti because guess what? It's cheap as shit. (laughs) 
Yeah. So her lesson was kind of like, you need to, first of all, not put a label on yourself. Just be yeah. what you want to be. Her, I, I loved the clothes that Tan picked out for her. I loved mm-hmm. Jonathan's haircut. They cut her hair short and they did yeah. those little bitty curls. Yes. Loved that. She reminded me of the lady, uh, she was in Orange is the New Black, and she was in uh, Handmaid's Tale, the African-American oh, lady. Yeah. I don't know her name, but she reminded me a lot of her because they had the very similar body types, I think. Yes. Uh-huh. And same kind of haircut afterwards, of course, and just yeah. the whole vibe. Just, Aww. I was like, oh, that's her. And they hooked her back up with her sister. Her, was it her half-sister? I'm not sure. I thought it was her full sister, but I yeah, I'm sketchy on all that. So, okay. The house that they did, too, was amazing. Like, those poor girls were living on, like, garbage. So what's, so what's the lesson learned in episode one? The lesson learned with a hunter from Hunty, to me, is that there is no specific type of feminine. You Mm-mm. know, you can be Mm-mm. feminine and still run around and shoot deers and stuff like that. You like you did. To. You wrestled a deer to the ground and gave it a smiley face. I did not. I absolutely did not. She absolutely did. In my Have hand. I shot a deer before? <laughs> yes. And my, my friend Jessica is probably going to be really shocked by that. Well, because my friend Jessica calls me the one from the bayou. She calls me, what does she call me? A cement walker? Because <laughs> you're a city girl? I know, but there's a certain way that is it cement or cement? Is she makes I think she makes fun of me when I say cement because she's like, oh god, she's like you're such a cement walker. It's, c- it's cement, <laughs> not cement. <laughs> yeah, I do. I want Jessica to watch that episode. I think she would really like it. I think I think Jessica would be like, well, what's wrong with the, with the, with the way she was before? I mean, <laughs> you know, I've got camo lingerie. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, I thought Tan was gonna die when he found that the, the camo, camo lingerie. <laughs> Oh, that was hilarious. I thought his brain was going to explode. Let's yes. talk about the one. That, so there was two episodes for sure that I know the both of us were like, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. I'm, I mean, there was two episodes that was basically like the director was like, oh, my God, they're going to cry. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and the first one is the two barbecue sisters. Oh, my God. How adorable were they? Oh, my God. I love them so much. I want barbecue so bad. And, yes, I live in Texas, but I'd have to get out and go. Yes, you need to go have some some barbecue for sure. Well, well, there's a place we used to go to, again, we're stuck in our ways, that we liked. And they closed down. Of course, there's no other barbecue place in all of Texas. So we haven't found another one. So, yeah. Actually, I may suggest that tonight for dinner. But yeah, I loved it so much because it reminded me of a lot of little stores in New Orleans that's just a little shack of nothing. And we sell stuff till we sell out. And God bless. And they're like staples of the communities. Yeah. And those women, when, oh my God, I lost it when I can't remember which one, but one of the ladies, they took her in to have her teeth fixed. Oh, God, that killed me. Lubbered like a baby. Me too. I I think that was the first, that was the first like legit sob I had while I was, while I was binge watching is when they fixed her two front teeth. Oh, 
And it just made such a, because they were like, stop, you've got such a pretty smile, stop covering it up. And they knew the only way to do that was to fix her teeth. And I was just like. And she did, too. After those teeth were fixed, boy, she was walking around teeth first. (laughs) And, And the way they transformed them, and it wasn't like, it wasn't, again, it wasn't like they looked horrible before. I think they're just, we get up at dawn, we cook in this little hut <laughs> yep. for lack of a better term this cement brick building until yep. we run out of food in the heat day after day so why would i fix my hair why would i dress in anything other than a t-shirt and jeans or whatever because it i mean it who it's cares getting the job done and that yeah. was i think that was the lesson with them is that they just kept going and going and going mm-hmm. and they just worked their asses off mm-hmm. and you know they needed these five gay guys to come in there and go stop pause Take yeah. a second. Look at the little things you could do that would greatly improve your life, and then you can keep going. Then yeah. and then mm-hmm. fix those things. Do some stuff for yourself, and then tomorrow you can just work till your ass falls off again. You know. Yeah. And I I read on Facebook, so you know it's true that they've made like a bajillion dollars already off of their bottled uh, barbecue sauce. I want to say it's like seventy five thousand dollars, and I'm like. <sighs> That's, uh, I mean, I know they, they don't get. deserve it, though. Yeah. I know they don't get to keep all that money. So it's like 75000 when it's probably only fifty or whatever. But yeah. still. Yeah. Oh, my I God. Know. I was like, you could buy an actual building. But you know, like. You could hire such... workers. <laughs> right. Yeah. You could expand. You could have you a could second expand. location. Just a, just a hair. But I think the show does such a good job of picking actual, genuinely good people. Because yeah. every single episode, you know, there's not one person in any of the episodes where you go, oh, they didn't deserve this. They were yeah. all really good, yeah. genuine people. And mm-hmm. those women were just the most genuine. They they, they did not go. First of all, they didn't know that they were going to get their sauce bottled. I really don't think that they decided to do this show as promotion for their little barbecue hut. I really don't think No, that. I think they did it to make their niece. Was she or the niece? Yeah. That well, nominated them? I think they did it to make her happy. They're like, fine, if you think we need it, great. But yes. I think they were just like, they're going to come over and fix our kitchen Give us AC and maybe make us look pretty for a day. And that's yeah, fine. Yeah, put some like, we'll eyeshadow on us and we're done. Yeah. yeah. Um, Because you know she did not want to part with that family secret recipe. I thought you were going to say she didn't want to part with that trash bag purse that she had. Oh, my God. A part of me died when I saw that. I know. Literally, a oh. part of me died. Lisa was personally offended by, by the trash any- bag purse. I was like, girl, no. Go to Kmart. Yes. Uh-huh. Lo- uh-huh. I would have been okay if she even used one of those recyclable bags you can buy at any effing grocery store anywhere in creation yes. that are like, what, a buck? Two bucks? Yeah. I'd have been fine with that. But when I saw that garbage bag, I literally was like, <laughs> girl, no. Where is it? I'm sending, you, I'm sending you some of my extra purses. Give me your address. I, I'll mail yeah. them to you overnight. <laughs> you can have a nice coach bag. I'll give you probably uh, maybe a Kate Spade. I don't know because she's passed. I'm really funny about giving those up. Yeah. But I will give you some nice purses. Now, the Kate Spades are, are willed to me when you die. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, they're being buried with me. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> that trash bag purse was shocking. It it did me in. She, she said, it's time to replace it. My strap's broke. And he's like, oh, no. <laughs> I, mean, I literally 
Yeah, that. But they that, didn't try to change her. He, Tan is so attentive that he was like, "All right, she likes a bucket purse." So that's sure. like, here's a bucket. Okay, purse. she's into trash bag purses. Fine, I'll get her a bucket shaped purse. Like he was paying attention, you know. Yeah. He didn't try to get her something with all kinds of compartments. He didn't try to get her like a crossbody bag or anything yep. like that. He Mm-mm. he's like, here's a purse that's kind of shaped like your trash bag, you know. It, in my heart of hearts, so I if she <laughs> if she had a trash bag for a purse, I would love to get my hands on her wallet. I can only imagine if she had a wallet, it's, it had to be one of those that's just exploding at the seams with. No, I imagine that it's just like all her cards like wrapped up with a rubber band. (laughs) That's what I was going to say. It's either bulging at the seams from JCPenney's from 40 years ago Uh uh, that her daddy (laughs) gave her for Christmas or, yeah, it's the rubber, or a Ziploc. I used to work with women that did it in a Ziploc bag. Oh, no, stop it. You know why? Because, you know, they were poor and they lived in bad areas and they didn't want their money and their cards to get all boob sweaty. So they'd put it in the plastic Ziploc bags and shove it oh, in their brassiers. Put it in their bra. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So I think anyways. even a even a bra purse would have been better than that trash bag purse. <laughs> when I saw I'm telling you. I it just, was shocking. I was like, and I'm done. I have to the, go. <laughs> the other episode that just had me sobbing the whole time was um the guy whose wife passed away. And was moving. And was I am too stressed out, okay? I was stressed out watching him go on. You decided to have Queer Eye come over the week that you're moving into your new house? Mm-hmm. No, but That's I the can't. best time for him to come, but yeah, I know. I, I just... So, what was the deal with that? So, she told him he had to move out of the house? Basically, yeah. I think she thought, and rightfully so, that if he stayed in the same house that they lived in together, and that I'm assuming in my head she died in... I'm assuming she died at home. I don't know why. Um, That he would literally just wallow in grief until he died. Oh, God. It was so heavy. It was so heavy. Which is, but kudos to her for doing that. And kudos for her for having such a great best friend to be like, she would be upset if you stayed here. She wants you to move. And probably had to push him every step of the way on it. Um. I mean, I, I, but yeah, girl. Lisa, that I don't rough. know if I could do that for you. I don't know if I could take care of Chad if you died. <laughs> no, you couldn't. Um. The strength <laughs> that it must have taken for her to sit down and have these conversations with him. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, and while too- she's sick. She's yeah. sick. She doesn't feel good. And she's still having these conversations, thinking even thinking past her own death. Oh, mm-hmm. God, I can't. Well, and I think, but I think a lot of women are like that, though, because, you know, I don't want to put men down. Sorry, Jesse. You're the only one I know that listens to this show. <laughs> That's male. But. Steve-O um, and Brad are listening. Brad has sent us a recommendation. Oh, that's true. And Brad. Um, But I I think men would be like, I'm dying. And their only dying wish to their wife or girlfriend would be like, never marry again. (laughs) Warn me to your grave. And then they kill over dead with the X's of their eyes. Whereas women, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like the fly comes out of their mouth, the tongue's hanging out, the little X's. (laughs) But the women are like, you know, we're very much the caregivers. And we're very much like, okay, especially her because she had two young sons. Like, this is how I want you to you know raise these boys and and be a good father for them and all that and 
I'm putting my best friend in charge of you. You need to move out of this house after some time has passed because, you know, she knew him. I mean, I'm telling you, if he, if they hadn't come, that man would still be in that house. Ah, God. Or if she didn't have that best friend. If she didn't have that best friend that was pushing him. Yeah. Yeah. And the best, the best friend is the one that, um, that called or submitted him to Clear Mm -hmm. Eye, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And I just felt so bad for him, too, because, again, he's in his day-to-day operations, just going through life, feeding his boy boys microwaved breakfast sandwiches, and I'm assuming po- hot pockets for dinner and lunch. You know, it, it, I mean, he's just trying. He's just trying to make it through the day without breaking down and sobbing. You could tell. I mean, he was seconds away the whole show from just sobbing. See, and, I didn't uh, really get that. I I got from him mm-hmm. that he 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 created this this little life after she mm-hmm. passed. You know, mm-hmm. it, it was it was small and contained, mm-hmm. and it was easy. And that's where he was happy. Mm-hmm. And I think that he felt like if he was going to be pushed to live into a bigger world mm-hmm. and to experience more things, that like that's where the sadness would come in. So he was kind of happy in this teeny tiny little world. Yeah. But they were they were gonna for and and so part of pushing past that was moving into this bigger house. Mm-hmm. How gorgeous was that house? So pretty. I so said to Dustin, I was like, "Oh my god, we need to paint our fire pit, our fireplace gray." And he's like, "Pickles, our fireplace is gray." I was like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah." I was gonna say, even so I know much that better because... when Bobby did that. <laughs> I was like, even I know that because you went through forty five shades of gray before yeah. you picked the right and one it's you still, wanted. It's still so. not the right one. I should ask Bobby should. what color gray that was. That you was great. Should. The only thing I I am faulting them for. And I'm just going to assume he's already doing this in real life, is that that man needed therapy. I really felt like he could benefit from therapy because I feel like he hadn't gone through the grieving process properly. Again, none of my business. Everybody grieves differently. But I just feel like he put his kids first, which I'm assuming everybody would do. But I feel like he just needed to... You know what I'm saying? Like, have a big old sob fest and feel sorry for yourself. And then go to therapy and... He probably you know. had that while she was still alive. They probably, probably went through the process together, mm-hmm. you know, of losing her. Ugh. I mean, because she knew she was going, you know. So. Well, yeah, because then she had cancer like twice. She had it once and it went away and then they had it a second time and it had spread. I and think. it was, yeah, it was stage four, I four. think, is where it spreads to your, your organs, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I if don't you don't know. catch it, if, if it gets to your other organs, it's a death sentence. Dude, so, everything um, makes me so paranoid about breast cancer. Is that normal to be so paranoid about it? Um, no. No? Okay, Have you had just, a mammogram? I get I get ultrasounds done twice a year. Okay. It's, as somebody who went through a, a scare last year, I mean, I've never been really particularly worried about it because we don't have it in my family so i've yeah. never been like oh my god i'm next but that doesn't matter anymore because we have a co-worker now who's there's no breast cancer in our family and she's going through i think her last round of chemo before she does the double mastectomy reconstructive and then i think she has to go through radiation or something like that so she's about yeah. halfway through her her journey on that but with no a breast sweet little at baby at home too with a two-year-old child who, I don't know if you follow her on the Instagram. She makes her little baby do the little duck face. <laughs> so she does that every, because she does, she used to do it a lot. And it's yeah. so precious Aww. with her little two-year-old hair going yeah. up, you know, the duck. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's just it's uh, precious so yeah guys go get checked guy yeah, or girl Jesus. if you're a girl go get your boobies poked if you're a yeah. guy let somebody fondle your little balls just get checked it i cannot even and for women i'm assuming it is for men too but for women if you have any type of insurance it's free yeah man it's free it's not it always sucks. been free Put your I, boob. Think, I think that's why people don't like it so much because it just sucks getting poked like that the the mammograms well no well mammograms is 40 and over for me they they, they poke me and then they shove the the little ultrasound stick and it hurts oh yeah yeah no yeah. that would totally hurt Trust nobody me. wants to be fondled by a, by a doctor they just don't Listen, but and, and i can tell you, gotta you do it it hurts uh the mm-hmm. mammogram there there are certain parts where it hurts when they smush it um mm-hmm. out to a pancake and i'm very oh. as we mentioned before i'm very large in the chest it hurts yeah lucky <laughs> <laughs> yeah they yeah. weigh like 20 pounds each that's amazing Thank you. No wonder my back hurts. <laughs> um, and I love, they're always like, you have dense tissue. I was like, no shit. I've had 45 people tell me that last year. I get told that all the time. Yeah. But a mammogram is the the least painful thing you will ever have to do as far as if you have cancer or if you have a lumpectomy like I did. Trust me. The mammograms are now a breeze for me after everything I had last year. Like, I'm like, right. it's fine. Smush them, baby. I don't even care. It doesn't even checked. bother me. Yeah, yeah. Go now. Yeah. Um, which were your least favorite episodes? Did you have one where you're like, Jesus. Yeah, the last one with the guy getting married. He was just really sloppy. He was, like, really lazy. The one where they had a baby and then they got engaged or the other one yes that's it yes yeah. he had a baby that's right yeah, yeah. they were having then, a baby like, coming samurai's sword laying around in his room oh i i just i didn't i didn't love him well and here's my thing with that whole thing because they were living in filth yeah shame on you shame 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 but she was sa- too big to do anything she was well, huge she was but what the f was his problem i know but Mm-mm. here's my thing. And you you and I both know this. You've got to have some sort of friend or somebody who needs some extra cash. Be like, I will throw $30 at you to wash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like vacuum, mop, clean the kitchen. And we'll tackle everything else. So I think the message with that is, is that. Um, Get your shit together when you're knock up a lady. Well, oftentimes. <laughs> you have nine months. <laughs> I mean, oftentimes our surrounding represents the state of mind that you're in right yeah. mm-hmm. and i think that's what was going on with this guy he was living in filth that way because he he didn't love himself enough to mm-hmm. live in a clean environment like that other guy who had the really long beard um mm-hmm. he was the one who was getting married loved his wife she was adorable yeah she was super cute he was very self-deprecating Yes, yes, And one of them, they were talking, and he was just kind of, you know, making his jokes about himself. And I Mm -hmm. don't remember which queer eye it was, but, like, stopped him and was like, okay, well, we've had enough of that. No more doing that. And it was like, to me, it was like a slap across the face because I was like, oh, my God, I do that so much. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm, yeah. It was shocking to hear somebody go, knock it off. Yeah. You know? Because you don't realize how bad it sounds. Like when Karamo played it back to him, he was like, 
He was like ashamed that he was talking about himself yeah. that way. But you don't, you just don't notice it. It's part of your everyday. So, um, to me, it's one of the biggest side effects of my depression. My yeah. depression makes me very mean to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I put standards on myself that I would never expect from other people. Mm-mm. You know, like, oh, I'm Mm-mm. not pretty enough. I'm not in shape enough. Mm-hmm. I don't have enough friends. You know, Her stuff nose, like that. y'all, is so crooked. You just can't believe. Um, it. It literally is. The doctor said it's at a 20 degree angle. Thank you very much. It should be at 45. It's bad. But it, literally, if you saw her in person, you'd be like, I don't That was see not on the list anything. of things that I was being mean to myself about, but I guess no. now I'll add it. Yeah. No, you talk about it all the time. <laughs> Remember, you were going to get a nose job before your wedding, and I was like, don't. I do know. It. <laughs> yeah. It, it is. That's one of the side effects of my depression, and I, I, it's not mm-hmm. really something I ever really thought about until these until one of the queer eyes pointed it out and i was like oh you know what it's not funny mm-hmm. it's not uh endearing Mm-mm. you know well, we're still gonna you and i are still gonna do it though <laughs> yeah i think i've done it like 40 times on this episode already so. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we know it's wrong we but can't I'll work break the on it i'll work on it okay we i'll need, be nicer to pickles we need queer eye to come in fix this podcast Mm-hmm. Give us a better setup. <laughs> Could you imagine Queer Eye coming into my house? Well, one, they would love it because there's not a speck of dust. They would on like the floor open the closets and be anywhere. like, there's no samurai swords here. What are we supposed to do? <laughs> like, I know. They'd be like, nothing's out of place here. I don't yeah. know what. That was Why the most were we stressful told? part of every episode for me was just having these men like rush into these houses. And oh I, the whole time I would like hold my breath because I'm like, ugh, ugh, ugh. I didn't, it's stressful. I would physically block them. I'd be like, let's <laughs> pretend I walk around naked. These are the only clothes I have. Let's move on. Just throw <laughs> everything I own away. I, I don't, I, I don't want to hear boo from any of you. Yeah. We I don't, don't want to hear boo. We don't need to go through the closets. You can just throw it all away. Like. But you have to save all my Harry Potter t-shirts and all my, my favorite murder t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Um, those have to stay. Make a quilt. I don't care. But you can't get rid of those. Those would probably be fine as long as you let Tan do a French tuck into your jeans. Listen, I've been doing a French tuck a lot. Yeah? I did it Friday yeah. and it looks super cute. <laughs> it really is. I like it because it like kind of care. It covers the pooch. Uh-huh. If yeah. you have a pooch, which I may or may not have. I'm not going to make fun of myself. No. But... <laughs> <laughs> But it, it's so cute. And when I, I just bought a, some new stuff from where? Target, ladies. Mm-hmm. Target. Mm-hmm. I haven't tried it on yet. But a lot of it I bought in mine where I was like, I could do a French tuck with this shirt. And it would look super cute and be fine for work. Yeah. I'm, I'm convinced you could wear a t-shirt during the summer at work as long as you do a French tuck and have a little cardigan over it. Well, especially in your office where, like, the big dogs are running around in cargo shorts and flip-flops. I love him so much. I know. Do you have anything else? Any other episodes you want to talk about? I'm, I'm looking real quick. Because okay. um, we touched on the lesbian girl who I love so much. Oh, um, she's adorable. God, I love that one. There was um, the gamer. The gamer. We Let's talk about that just for a half a second. It wasn't my favorite episode, but it was very sweet as well. Because it was like his sister Yes. Nominated him. Now, did he live with her in the house or did he live separate? No, he lived with her in that. They, the way that they said it is that he lives with his sister. So I think it was like his sister's place. Yeah. I don't think that they were like roommates. 
Yeah, that's that's kind of the impression I got. But God bless him. He's such a gamer. He had like the smudgy glasses, the lean back. Trust me, I am dating, living with a gamer, so I know of what I speak. We've had Dungeons and Dragons parties here. We had to change the time of our episode recording because you had a Dungeons and Dragons meeting at your house. And my boyfriend's like, we'll be quiet. I'm like, Pickles will hear you. She will hear a pin drop and she will come here and beat the shit out of you. Yeah. For ruining her podcast. (laughs) Yeah. She's really crazy about it. But he was just in front of the screen all the time. He had like no will to do anything. His mom had passed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, kind of like all the joy was gone, but then they made him a player. They, uh-huh. they, took, they did the Superman thing. They took off the glasses and gave him contacts, which I did like with two people. I noticed they give him these fancy new glasses and they're like, and here's contacts. And then he goes out. Was it his birthday party? It was his 21st birthday party. They had it at, um, uh, a barcade. Yes. Which we have some here. Uh, yeah, I know you have them in your Love them to pieces. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> he gets on this party bus and immediately some chick, nobody know. I don't know who she was because I think they were all his uh, sister's friends. Mm-hmm. She cozies up and that girl did not leave his side the whole night. High ponytail is what they called her. Yes. I mean, <laughs> she was like, latch on. And I was like, <laughs> damn. Loved it. Yeah. I had never seen to, um, Jonathan taught him how to like sponge his hair. I've never seen that before. And I was fascinated by that. I, I just wanted that brush. I'm sure it would make our hair because one, it's so baby fine, both of us. Um, yeah. and just to a big knot and I'd have to shave it. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. damn, did that look like it would feel awesome on your scalp? Like, yeah, I was it like, really did. Can I get one of these? <laughs> we would just be like one big knotted rat's nest. But. <laughs> we would be very stylish in 1980s. Yeah. But now, it, or in the grunge, we could kind of get away with in grunge. But now they would be like, we would be sent home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, I don't know what's happened. Have you had a brain injury? You have to go home. We talked about the two guys with the beards. We mm-hmm. talked about the sun. Um, Jones Bar. Uh, we didn't talk too much about Lost Boy, who was the father who lived at the camp. Who supposedly um, did not believe in deodorant. Did not believe in showering or deodorant. He said that he felt that it was a losing battle. It's still a battle that you have to fight, guys. But not a single one of them ever made a comment about it. That's what I was about to say. I was like, and you know, they were probably like, if somebody has bad BO, that's just... That smell is not coming out of your nostrils. But they're so respectful of people's choices, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, if he decided, okay, this is this is not something that's important to me, they're like, all right, well, fine, we'll mm-hmm. work with that. Here's some cotton. Can you see through the shirt? Wear <laughs> yes, that. Here's some breathable cotton. But, you know, that really kind of pissed me off, too, because I was like, you're a lazy sack of shit. Yes. Um, because you and I both lived in New Orleans. I now live in Texas. You can shower twice a day. Especially a man, what does it take? 30 seconds? You jump yeah. in, you smear soap around, you jump out. It's not It's not like you or I where if we wash our hair, then we got to dry it or figure right. it out or do this or do that or do the other. And then maybe put makeup on. Men, 
Two minutes. I'm assuming every man showers for two minutes. He made this comment. He was like, you can find, you know, showers everywhere. You can find a bathtub anywhere if you just look. And I'm like, there's one in your trailer. Go (gasps) use that one. (laughs) You're working at a summer camp. I can guarantee you there's one of those outside ones. Yeah. When you come out of the lake or whatever, you have time to take a shower. Of course, the problem might have been, I'm I'm just assuming he never had clean clothes either. (laughs) No. Oh, God, no. So I guess that would be a losing battle because you're just putting on yesterday's sweaty clothes. I don't know. But I thought it was a sweet thing that he was doing basically because of his son. He wanted his son to spend more time with him and not live in filth and garbage and have to smell his old man. And I thought it was a really sweet show, but damn. Nobody wants to be the kid with the stinky daddy. Yeah, who really is homeless. (laughs) Look. Like, Some of us have parents that live in trailers, okay? Yeah, but it's not like he lived in a trailer. He lived in like a borrowed, nobody used anymore trailer. Mm. So I'm assuming whoever you're talking about <laughs> paid something for that or some yeah. family member did. It wasn't no. just found on the side of the road. That looks like in. it was found on the side of the road. But yeah. how cute was that little camp, that little cottage after Bobby fixed it up? He painted little mountains on the walls. So oh, cute. it was adorable. I loved it. Yeah. So cute. Very manly. Um, yeah. You know, there was, it, 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 he didn't, like Bobby said, he didn't try to make it anything other than this is a camp. So. That man, they come in and they read the situation clear as day. Like they know oh, exactly what to do. Um, I, I feel like. Um, yeah. You know, like it, with the talent. first lady. That's a real talent. Yeah. To, be, to come in and see it for what it is and not try to, like, make it fit. It's what you. And, like, Tan did that all the time, too. Like, he would take all these different body types and he would dress that, you know, yeah. and not. Because I'm sure that he has, like, a very specific style, you know. Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. would be easy just to imprint that on everybody else. But they're not. That Every person he dressed was completely different. Mm-hmm. <gasps> that leather dress that they put that girl in. Which the one? um the lumberjack lesbian they put yes. her in that leather dress yes i wanted that dress so bad i didn't <laughs> know that that was something that i wanted until i saw her in it yeah no i totally was like there's pickles with her um hooker mm-hmm. shoes that she no longer has mm-hmm. um or the new sandals uh wedge sandals that she bought <gasps> were perfect with that dress I found these webbed sandals on Amazon. <laughs> they are the happiest looking sandals I've ever seen in my life. I love them. And so I had to ask Lisa. I'm like, I love these sandals, but I have a feeling that they're ugly. And she's like, um, it's like, okay, fine. I'm okay. <laughs> no, I said they're appropriate for the rest- West Bank. Okay. Well, that's true. Yeah, they're appropriate <laughs> for New Orleans. Yeah, definitely. I think that was a very polite Awesome answer. Yeah. Do you want to do obsession session? Yes. <laughs> God, I'm sorry. Obsession session is the part of the show where me and Lisa talk about what we've been obsessed with over the past week. That is not the show that we just binged watch. Oh, well, then I have nothing. No, I'm oh, just okay. kidding. I'm just um, kidding. What do you have? Um, I have some very random things. Okay. I love random. Go. It's not a book. It's not a TV show. It's not a podcast. Um, I found a recipe on simplyrecipe.com. Oh, I love that site. It is a, I think they called it like a freezer skillet meal. And it's basically like when, so I get like big giant packs of chicken breasts 
Mm-hmm. And then I throw them into, I portion it off and throw them into gallon-sized bags. Mm-hmm. And so all this recipe is, is you when you're doing that, you throw in some oil and some garlic and some lemon juice. And I put some rosemary and Italian seasoning. And then I threw it in the freezer. Yeah. The idea behind it is you get home, like it's, you know, you defrost it in the morning. Mm-hmm. You get home and literally all I did was dump it into a skillet mm-hmm. and cooked it for 12 minutes. D delicious mm-hmm. my husband said it was the best chicken i've ever made and that's really pathetic <laughs> wow um i love those meals they call sometimes they call them like uh, freeze and dump meals yeah i think the mm-hmm. dump meals are for crock pots this was like a yeah. skillet meal yeah but I, i've done that with a, quite a few things and i love it because like you said you can defrost it i can put it in the crock pot or i can put it in the instapot yeah. And it's a done deal. That's like, it. That's like literally no work. Like I did all the work like a week ago. Mm-hmm. Um, one other thing that I've been obsessing with lately, and I know we talked about this a couple of times, how I, I could do every single obsession session. <laughs> Men who are listening, guys, this is not for you. Um, on drugstore makeup. Uh-huh. Uh, right now, I, I probably have, no exaggeration, 20 different under eye concealers. Not under, in my Under my bathroom vanity. Sure, sure. Um, I'm obsessed with finding just the perfect under eye concealer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think I've found it. Mm-hmm. And you can get it at a drugstore. It's um, The brand is LA Girl. <laughs> I know. You're like, don't they like sell that and like, you know, like this. What are those things you put the quarter in and you turn it and then it falls out? <laughs> yeah, vending machines. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know this is LA girl has a really bad reputation for being really cheap, really icky makeup. Yeah. Yeah. But they, they're, they're making a comeback just like wet and wild. Wet and wild used to be like, Oh yeah. The ickiest Mm -hmm. wet and wild has some of the best foundation right now. Mm -hmm. It's called um, photo focus. It's like five 99. It's the best foundation right now. But LA girl has an under eye concealer. It's called pro conceal. And um, it's very creamy. It doesn't mm-hmm. crease for us mm-hmm. ladies who actually have wrinkles under their eyes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It stays on all day. It's bright. You can put it on before your foundation. I put it on after my foundation. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like a highlight. Mm-hmm. And I bought two of them today. I'm not kidding. $3.70 a piece. Oh, my God. Yeah. So that's been my obsession is this. Uh, LA Girl Pro Conceal Under Eye Concealer. They have all different colors too. They have uh, the green for the redness. Oh, uh huh. Mm-hmm. They have purple uh, for some dark marks if you have some scars from acne, mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, they have uh, some contouring colors mm-hmm. if you want to get you some cheekbones. Yeah, no. Buy mm-hmm. them all. They're $3.70. <laughs> Buy all the colors. It's a right. great concealer. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. So that's yeah. my obsession session this week. Well, that was a lot. Goodbye. Hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my only obsession session this week is, um, God, it's been on everything, is Elizabeth Holmes, who was a Silicon Valley star, I'm going to say like early 2000s. <gasps> I know With a Theranos. Yes. She's the one that said you could do a drop of blood. Instead of having the old school test and and you'll find out everything. And, of course, it's a fraud. 
Um, so it was her not company true. was that, that that she created a process for testing blood, and from one drop of blood, you could do twenty different tests. Yeah, like you would have to do now with like five vials of blood. You could do it with like a pen prick test yeah. at mm-hmm. at your local Walgreens, right? Um, but it did not work. No, um, it was completely made up. I think I read that that you could do about six to twelve tests. Yes, which she marketed as like twenty to thirty. Yes. Also, the results were wrong. Oh, that, that's unhelpful. Yeah. Um, so there's that issue. Um, and a lot of people were like, oh, I, I can go here and get this pin prick of blood. And then the pharmacist or whoever's like, um, not for what you, not for what we need to test for, roll up right. your sleeve kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Where they were like, oh, Jesus. Like me, who has to prep for at least two weeks before mm-hmm. I have blood taken. Um, so it started with a 2020 show. I think it was last friday yeah the 15th so it was last week so i watched that and i'm like this is amazing uh-huh. um she loves steve jobs she wore the black turtleneck she lowered her voice full and you you look at her full-on crazy like she has really big eyes really blue eyes but she just looked batshit crazy and she was she was very mean and vindictive um so she was steve jobs and so after i watched that I was watching HBO, and lo and behold, they had a special <gasps> came out on her um, that I haven't finished watching yet, and it was a it's about two hours long, and so it's on HBO. It came out I think Tuesday. Cool. And in between all of that, <laughs> I read a book called oh. Bad Blood that was on her. I really went off the deep end, and it was about <laughs> the whole thing, but it really went in depth. You know, telling, like, her social security number now. Basically. I know where <laughs> she lives. I know what kind of chocolate she likes. Um, but the funny thing is, like, I saw there's a book on it. And I was like, let me look at it. And on Audible and on Amazon and on Burns & Noble, it had, like, I don't know, 5,000 reviews. It was, like, four and a half stars across all of them. Like, wow. every, everybody had really good reviews. And I don't think the book's been out that long. But it was really, really good. So, yeah. So, I, I went down that rabbit hole like, <laughs> like a bunny. And what's her name again? Elizabeth Holmes. Oh, yeah. 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 She's cray-cray. And, and from what I understand, I, I mean, obviously, the, the company went um, tits up. And I think she's starting to start a new company. So she reminds me of the guy from the fire documentary. I think they should date. Um, But I don't think she served any jail time. It's kind of like, it reminds me a lot of Enron. I don't know if, did did anybody from Enron end up going to jail? I'm sketchy on that. I could not tell you. Mm. Probably not. Yeah. I mean. (laughs) It's just this like fake made up thing that. For whatever reason, people just throw a lot of money at it. And then when it bottoms out, everybody's surprised. Well, and she had like all these really smart people that invested. So you're kind of, it's kind of one of those things you're like, well, Henry Kissinger, Henry effing Kissinger, uh, who you do not know, was one of the first ones to give money. And I would have been like, it's legit because he's super smart. Yeah. And it had, I think, another secretary of state in there. And it was the same thing. You're like, that guy, again, super smart. Of course, it's an awesome business. And I think that's what really snowed a lot of people. But like she was um, the Clinton, whatever their um, charity organization had her 
Uh, President Obama gave her a bunch of stuff to do. I think it's called the Clinton Foundation. The Clinton Foundation. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, Clinton something or other. I almost said campaign. She fooled a lot of people with very big brains. It, you know, I'm always just amazed by that one. <laughs> yeah. How can you don't have to show results? And that's my thing. I'm like, how can people give you bajillions of dollars and you'd be like, oh, they're coming. Oh, we're still working at the kinks and not really showing any results. I mean, she's definitely like a sociopath, right? Because oh, yeah. I always I always think to myself, how did these people sleep at night? Mm-hmm. She slept just, well, she didn't was probably the other problem. Oh, okay. She really didn't sleep that much. So um, she, so she, she knew what she was doing was wrong. Um, yeah. I mean, she was, a, she was a college dropout. Oh my God. Yeah. But she was like, well, these, all these other successful people did it. And I just think this is what I need to, to do. And they talked to one of her counselors or something, I think in college. And he was trying to explain to her, like, you know, you need to do this, that, and the other. And she's like, no, I don't, I don't no. think I need to. That doesn't apply to me kind of thing. And then that's when you're like, she's going to scam people for the rest of her life. Yep. <laughs> if yep. that's what she did. So. Wow. That's Anyways, crazy. Yeah. That's been my obsession this week. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I could see you were super obsessed with this lady. <laughs> I just went down the rabbit. You know, that shit fascinates me. So I went right down that rabbit hole. Okay. What are we watching next week? I think we decided we're watching Dirt. Yeah. Which I just watched today, which is based on the Motley Crue bestseller, Dirt. It's fab- It was filmed in New Orleans. Cool. See what you can find. It's, <laughs> it's Motley Crue. Okay. <laughs> it's just Motley I know Crue. next to nothing about Motley Crue, so this will be another Tupac and Biggie experience for Pickles. Oh, it's so awesome. I love it. I just, man, I had the best time. Okay, guys, go follow us on Instagram, binge watch with us, all one word, um, to find out what we're talking about, um, what other things we'll be watching other than dirt, what we're obsessing about, um, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.